0: One. Wait, hold on. Wait, are we doing you what's does. up? <laughs> <laughs> it's like We only wrote witches. We know that part now. What's up? What's up, witches? Love it. Ready? Okay. Three, Three two, two, one. one. What's, what's up, witches? witches? Hi, guys. Gals, non-binary pals. I'm Abby. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I'm a Hufflepuff. And I'm Sarah, I'm a Gryffindor, and my pronouns are she, her, hers. Sarah, I'm going to ask you a trivia question thing. Are you I'm ready? A- I'm so ready. Gwena Jones is the captain of which Quidditch team? The Hollyhead Harpies. Hell yes, brother. Uh, yeah. Good to you. I have a question for you. Okay. Um, Harry Potter doesn't have his first word in the series until chapter two. What is his first word? Um, I had a dream about a motorcycle. Nearly. That ah. was his first word. I didn't fucking know this. What did he say? <laughs> Is the bacon ready? Said uh, somebody. And then he was like, nearly. <laughs> okay. So I feel like. The way you enter and exit, our anxiety is so, our adrenaline's <laughs> yeah. running right now because did that. So warm. Same thing with sweating. Um, I feel like the way you introduce a character mm-hmm. is pretty telling on I know. how the rest of the series will be. Yes. So I feel like the author done fucked up with that one. I don't know. Cause it kind of shows how little he started and how big he got. But I'm gonna. A look I'm at gonna, Neville. He started so small and he was so scared, and yet he was the last one, or he was the one to kill the last Horcrux. Yes, but how much better would it be if my answer was right, where the first thing that he said was, I had a dream about a flying motorcycle? Because then that whole that means that he somehow remembers something that happened when he was a fucking baby. Mm. I'm just saying, maybe I should have written the books. <laughs> I've <laughs> so, written the first book when I was 7 years old. Yes. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. That's good. Yeah, what have you been up to lately? Um, I've been getting more gray hairs from no. work. I just colored my hair last night. Mine's from kids mostly, I guess. Yeah. I really try to embrace my grays because aging is a privilege and I'm very yeah. lucky to be where I am in life. Yes. Few people uh, get to age. Yeah. I didn't color my hair for a very long time. Yes. Yeah. It's just that it popped up in a spot where I was like, have you been here for a while? Or are you just making yourself known? Or are you brand new? So that was a little upsetting. But Mine is very well distributed. Okay. Very well distributed. Yeah. And it's more and more. That there every is... time I got in the car and I looked mm. in the rearview mirror, I was like, what is happening up here? So <laughs> feel like more and more you won't be able to see. But how my hair is right now, mm-hmm. how it's all flipped to one side and then the front half is like pushed back. There was a white hair Oh there. like right in the middle of your... Right in the middle. I noticed manga. it when I was driving and it was so distracting I had to put my hair up because I kept like, this is a white ass hair. Where did right. this come from? And then it comes to like, the, you found one so you know that there's like a sister in there somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's the ultimate question. Do you pick it or do you leave it? I actually yeah, I used to pick on bones. Me too. I don't yeah. have the time. I don't have time for these. Phones. And then I would just have like a bare scalp. Yeah, <laughs> you'll look weird. Yeah. So, what have you been watching lately, well, or reading, watching. or listening to? Um, I've been very obsessed with Hades Town, the musical lately, oh. which is a very good musical. It is um, based on the Greek story of Hades and Persephone, and mm. then I. Uh, Orpheus and Eurydice, and okay. it combines them, and it puts it in a uh, dystopian future, but everything kind of looks—it's kind of like a steampunk look. Mm-hmm. Um, and the musical, fucking gorgeous. And I oh, listened to it on it one more time. Eighties Town, there it is. It's so good. Ask the girls if they listen. I to was it. gonna say, um, Gracie would really like that. It's very good. So I've been listening to that a lot. And then I've been listening to Let's Get Haunted and Sinisterhood, just like normal. Just like normal. It's so soothing. Like, when I have a stressful day at work, nothing makes me feel more calm than listening to Sinisterhood. um, List out conspiracy theories about who killed JFK. Like It's just so soothing to me. I'm like, Yeah. Uh, yeah, tell me more about that. How <laughs> oh, the mob didn't help. Oswald was a Yes! <laughs> yes! So, what have you been watching, reading, listening, um, doing? the family and I, we started up Ted Lasso Season 2, finally. Mm-hmm. So funny. So well-written. I think it's Such a hilarious. Show. It's so, like, warm, too. Yes. I haven't watched any of Season 2 yet. Oh, we just watched Schmigadoon. What is that? It is fucking hilarious. I've never it's even heard Apple. this. It's Cecily Strong, Keegan-Michael Key, um, let's see, Kristen Chenoweth, Fred Armstrong, or no, Arminstein, um, who else is in it? That guy is fucking crazy, too. Fred? Oh my He's god. So <laughs> yes. It is about a couple, Keegan-Michael Key and Cecily Strong. They get lost in a hike, and it brings them to a town called Schmigadoon. And you can only leave once you achieve true love or have true love. Oh. It is all based on musicals from yonder year, like Schmigadoon. Mm-hmm. There's literally a musical called Brigadoon. And yeah. it's like the same thing. Okay. And they make a lot of old-timey musical references. We just finished that. And that was delightful. Hmm. Loved it. I'm going to have to look into this one. You should. Because I'm going to mess up her name. But I love to seal- Cicely? Cicely. that's Cicely. how I say it. I don't know if, I'm if you're listening, tell us. Yeah, definitely <laughs> you're here. we love you. I love her. She's so funny. <laughs> I love her as um. There's an SNL skit where they do uh, Star Wars auditions, <laughs> and she does um. What's the girl from Modern Family? Um, Gloria. Oh yeah. What is her name? Oh, in real life? Yeah. Uh, Everybody's sharing it. I know. Moment, i just, I gotta figure it out on my own. God damn it. Sophia Vergadas. You- it's literally my daughter's name. Yes. <laughs> Not the whole thing, just the Not the Vergadas part. God damn it. <laughs> she like it's just so fucking funny, her portrayal of her. Yes. And then I think, like, Kate McKinnon does, like, Ellen but nineties Ellen and oh, yeah. Bobby Moynihan does like uh George Lucas. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> fucking funny. That's awesome. So, go back to what you're watching. Ted Lasso. Um so we just took our, our cowboy trip as I call it, mm-hmm. and we went to Deadwood, so we're watching Deadwood right now. It's okay. It's not bad. Um We're almost through season one. <laughs> There's four seasons. Okay. Then we can move on. Uh, I don't like watching true life events because I'm constantly going back and forth trying to figure out if that actually happened or not. Mm -hmm. So then the whole time I'm like, that didn't happen. That did happen. They almost got it. I'm like, just fucking watch the TV show. Yeah. I don't like, uh, yeah, I'm just too judgy on it, I think. I do enjoy a good real life thing like, a real-life movie, mm-hmm. like, there's a movie called Compliance, mm-hmm. which is very good. It's about the McDonald's stripping. Scandal. Oh, yeah. Um, that movie is pretty good. Yeah. Um, and some things, I'm like, I know why you didn't put this in the movie. Oh, yeah. Because some things, like, if it was done in a movie, it'd be, like, fake as fuck. It's okay. Yeah. Um, I don't really agree with how some of the characters are portrayed. I don't wanna say who because maybe somebody hasn't watched it yet and maybe they do want to. When did that show come out? Twenty twelve, maybe? My thing is like when do when do spoilers stop? Like when can you start saying spoilers? I know. Well, it has already stopped filming. Yes. Was it twenty twelve? I don't know. Twenty oh four? Twenty oh four. To 2006. <laughs> okay, then I'm just gonna spoil it. Calamity Jane. She is played by the wonderful lady whom I cannot think Rob- of. Robin Weigert. Oh, is that the woman from um, Sons of Anarchy? Eyes Who a Little Lies. Really? Isn't she the. <gasps> Maybe. Is she the psychiatrist? Uh, Who is she? I know her from something. Yes! Big Little Lies, Doctor nice. yes, mother, yes, yes. Man, I need to watch that again. I, didn't like I don't. So I don't like how goofy she is in it. Oh, like she acts like a little puppy, and it drives me up the wall. Was Calamity Jane goofy? No, her, no, they called her. So when we went to Deadwood, we do a lot of like history stuff. Mm-hmm. and I did. I'm pretty sure he was, is reincarnated from like World War II or something. Okay. Well, maybe World War One. He just likes all that old shit. Yeah. And now that I'm getting older, I can appreciate the history a lot more mm-hmm. than I was in high school. So she was known for her badassery and she's not going to take shit from someone, but she also has a very soft heart. Mm-hmm. So she'd always take in like the orphan child or the sick person, you know, she would care after them. But she acts like a puppy, like always like falling over herself when she's um, following uh, Wild Bill. Mm -hmm. Um, I do like how Wild Bill was portrayed. He was badass, but um, I'm just not sold on Calamity Jane as much. There's some good ones. So the lady who plays the mom in Hunger Games, Mm -hmm. she's also in it. She's awesome in it. Man, she's really good. She blew me away. Um, What else am I watching? Man, I like so boring right now. It's not boring. Did you ever finish Lacey's story? No, because I have a very complicated teenager right now. And I did watch all up to the end of Schitt's Creek. I have one more episode, but the last two episodes, I cried so much. Yeah. You know, like, you know, it's coming to an end and they always make you feel super heartfelt that, um, I know I'm going to be like a big fat mess. (laughs) So I'm like, I I just, I just need to put myself in the right mood to Mm -hmm. watch it. It's not a lunchtime watch. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of great lunchtime watches, how are you on Handmaid's, too? I'm good. I'm good. I think I'm to episode four or five. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. There's so much happening right there's now. A lot going on. That I left off where um, she's running through Chicago. What's her name? Jenny, just Ginny. Moira. She just ran into Moira mm-hmm. after. Fuck, what's her name? Her friend with the mm-hmm. eye patch. Janine. Mm-hmm. Okay, when Janine was exploded. Possibly. <laughs> and then she turns around, she sees Moira. And then my like eyes teared up and I was like, Oh So I'm waiting for like a kid free, husband free day to watch that as well. Did you know the mom from Hunger Games, with Paul the Paula Malcolmson? She's Irish. Oh really? Yeah. Trying to find her. And she's not really showing up on a lot of episodes right Oh, there she is. I was like, Oh no, she dies soon. She does not. Okay. Paula Malcolmson. Yes. Oh, um, this. Kim Dickens is in it. It's like a really good yeah. cast list. I am not one for Western. No. Western equivalent. The only things Western that I like it took me a very long time, but uh, Back to the Future Part 3. Yeah. I like A Million Ways to Die in the West. Oh my god. And that movie I saw with Chris. Yes. And when we saw it, I was like, I'm going to fucking marry this man. <laughs> I know. I referenced that song in my. my yeah. Song. <laughs> that was the, the movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I liked Westworld, season one. Never watched it. Next That's is- a confusing show. Next up is Yellowstone. So we're going to watch that next. Okay. That has. Um, Kevin Costner? Kevin Costner in it. I'm just pulling. Right. <laughs> I told so Chris like good. two days ago. I was like, we should watch Yellowstone next. He's like, Oh yeah, that's the one with Kevin Costner. And I was like, Yeah, it is. And he like looked at me, I was like, I mean, yeah, he's in it. <laughs> Do you like Kevin Costner? He's not bad looking. Okay. it's all. Is he your old man crush? I have several old man crushes. Gary oh, like, Oldman. Okay. Paul Paul. Pierce Bronson. Okay. Uh um, I mean technically Paul Rudd could be an old man crush. He's a man. States. But I don't even, like it. yeah, I don't even consider him because he looks so good. I found a buzzqueed, 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 <laughs> a buzzqueed quiz. And yeah. it was like, um, which Paul Rudd is older. And it would put two pictures Oh picture my cuts, God. And I did really well on it. Not because I could tell the difference of him, but because I just like paid yeah. attention to the hair and the fashion. Oh, okay. And I would know from the movies. Yeah. Well, it was all oh, like red carpet shoes. Yeah. Yeah. So I did excel for that alone. Um, I did rewatch This Is 40 a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Man, I forgot how fucking funny that movie was. That <gasps> yeah. It's definitely worth a rewatch. Okay. It was really good. It ages well, too. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm being put on the spot right now. Okay, I'll come up with a list and we can circle back okay. next time. I love it. Cool. Kevin Fine? Yeah. Mine. Okay. Okay. Oh. Uh, And, you know, if his wife, P.D. Kate wants to hang out, I'll hang out with both of them. Yeah. She is a very good looking older woman. She's just a good looking woman. Yeah. So, this is a podcast about Harry Potter. Surprisingly. (laughs) Who knew? Um, You know, we go chapter by chapter, bit by bit, and talk all about Harry Potter. Ask questions, do theories, make comments, you know, just where the wind shit. takes us. But with every chapter, we do want to address the author. She is a bigot, plain and simple. What she said against the LGBTQA plus community was pure hatred. It was sad, vile, and beyond frustrating. We had such a loyalty built towards her, but now in reflection, we believe it was the books and the community. Know that we love you and we are here for you. You are loved. You are strong. You are capable. You are valid. We began this podcast not only with excitement but with extreme caution. We hope you continue with us, the magic and the community, until the very end. Good job. Thank you. I don't think I stuttered over too much. but nope. You know, no then, more than normal. Well, then that's a lot. <laughs> Matt's like, I listened to the latest podcast episode today. this listened yesterday. And I was like, Yeah, what'd you think? And he's like, It was good. You really struggled a lot, though. I was uh, like, oh, okay, well, fuck you! Wow, <laughs> I you. don't remember. No, I know I did, but I was like, "You didn't have to point it out." I fucking know. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank you. It's been a very long day at work. Exactly what I wanted to hear. Exactly. Something I couldn't change because it's in the past. <laughs> um, did Matt sign up for fall classes? Yep. Oh, okay. Sorry. Tuesday. Okay. I just want to make sure he hadn't told me, and then like it all of a sudden came across my mind. I was like, "Oh wait, Alexa starts next Monday. Yep, he starts classes on Tuesday, and next Monday he starts in the pharmacy at Kroger." Nice, big week for him. Yeah, congratulations, Matt. Yes, very much. So, all right, let's get into it. So, I'm this is Sarah. Up in, like, my little Abby's chair. gonna cuddle up in my chair, not the one that I'm sitting in, but yes. the other one. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> that is a very tight. Because <laughs> me and Grace will sit on that sometimes, and we're like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a very big, oversized chair. Just a little, not quite that much. I was going to say, wouldn't it be funny if I did that in your chair, which is like a this chair, the one you're sitting in, my office chair, which I'm in chair. all day long. <laughs> your ass is just like <laughs> It really is. All right, so I'm going to go through Chapter 16, Through the Trap Door. This is Sarah, by the way, <laughs> just in case that. there's any confusion. <laughs> so who is who? Uh, so it's finals week in Harry Potter world, and it actually sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> for Flitwick, the students have to make a pineapple tap dance across the desk. What the fuck is that charm? Yeah, why didn't we cover that? <laughs> Like, where was that in the chapter? It's going on right here. Oh, it's a pillow tag. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, ew. Take a picture of it. Take a picture of my weird offended. <laughs> don't get the double chin. Oh, look, Abby texted me. Did I? Wait, I going to go portrait. it. I don't really have the camera <laughs> to look at. I've got three. Pick yeah. one. Oh, lord, my boobs so look cute. You are wearing stripes, though. That's very true. I noticed on the walk to my car this morning that I wear this shirt almost every Thursday. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh I'm my pretty God. sure I do. I'm going to have to go- I'll go through that later. <laughs> okay. Also, I spilled mustard on my today. Oh, man. Oh this yeah. the first bite. Of course. Oh, it's so good, though. Um, McGonagall had her students turn a mouse into a snuff box. I did make sure what a snuff box was. was it's kind of like a decorative little box that you would maybe put, like, jewelry in. Or, like, a thimble. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, kind of like that kitty cat figurine jewelry. Yes! That I just got you. got you. Yep. And she get, even gave you bonus points if you made the snuff box look pretty. Well, I think that's an objective. Based on her opinion. Yeah. But it is McGonagall. Um I feel like a mechanical talk- I think so. And by now, the kids should know what she kind of likes. So mm-hmm. uh, Snape had his students create a forgetfulness potion by memory, which is pretty ironic. And then uh, during this week, on top of it, Harry was having repeating nightmares of Voldemort, and his scar was hurting like never before and very consistently. It was a pretty stressful week for mm-hmm. Harry, for Hermione, too, and Ron. Yeah, I get it. I'm on anxiety medication. And, and then you I put... Often. I didn't realize anxiety was... Medicine was like a... As you feel it. I thought it was mm-hmm. just like an everyday pill. You can do both. Oh. So Matt was on one where he took it like three times a day or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't feel like it helped him enough. So he went to an antidepressant. Mm-hmm. And then I take an antidepressant, but also an anxiety medication. Mm-hmm. And the anxiety is as you... Feel. Mm-hmm. um so usually like the first moment of some sort of anxiety i take it or i'll take it like on the drive to work today i was like you know what my mental health has been in an atl lately which is all time low i'm gonna go ahead and just take one now. just feel your emotions and do mm-hmm. what's necessary yeah i get it when the students were finally finished with their exams. Hermione went over every single question with every single quiz, making Ron feel sick to his stomach. She probably remembered the questions too. Once I take a test, then everything's gone. Oh my God. I'll be like, that one question was really hard, but now I can't tell you which one it was. Yeah. <laughs> the trio left the school and wandered to the lake to relax. There they found Fred, George, and Lee Jordan. They were tickling the tentacles of the giant squid. It made my heart kind of swell a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Why well, want to play with that?" Yeah, I didn't is. know this was an option. Why aren't kids doing this all the time? All the time. Do you think it's what's the name? I know. Sure, it doesn't. They actually matter. do. I I learned it a long time ago, and then I forgot. What? I know. Well, I got the mic resting between my thigh and my boob because it's just the right width apart. Damn. Language is is fall. Big fat save black. A big, big booty hoe. Play your cards right like a game of dookio. Oh, not there. I could have swore he had a name. I'm sure it does. Just nothing that we ever. It's heard. not on Harry Potter Wikipedia. Bastards. Damn it. I'm gonna go back and figure this out. If you guys know what it is, hit us <gasps> Comment below. <laughs> In our Instagram or I our Twitter. Uh, Harry, he's, like, rubbing his scar a lot. He's really stressed out. He's like, I feel like I'm forgetting something. And Harry then realizes the suspicious coincidence in Hagrid wanting a dragon more than anything else, same, only to meet a stranger who just happened to have one and wanted to give it to him in a pub. He, Ron, and Hermione run to the hut to ask Hagrid about the man who gave Norbert to him. Hagrid says he never saw the man's face because he kept his head up. Hagrid tells the trio that they talked about Hogwarts and Fluffy, the three-headed dog, and he also mentions that the stranger gave him drinks while getting information out of him. Hagrid then let it slip how to get past Fluffy, which sends Harry and Ron and Hermione running off. They head for Dumbledore's office, only to see McGonagall, who tells them that, that Dumbledore left on urgent business for the Ministry of Magic in London. Harry tells McGonagall that they know about the stone, but McGonagall insists that no one can steal the stone. The trio realize that Dumbledore has probably been lured away, and Snape's going after that stone that night, so they decide to head out that night to try and get it themselves. Two things super random. Maybe just one thing. Fluffy. Three heads. Three brains. Three different thought processes. Why doesn't this dog have three different names? Fluffy. <laughs> Fla. <Fluffy-y-z>. The dog. <laughs> Fla. <Fluffy> the dog. <laughs> yes. Um, I liked when they were like, it had to be either Snape or Voldemort playing with Hagrid. And it's like, if that was Voldemort, how the fuck was Snape sitting on the chair? Because I Voldemort know. Was in the back of the head. Yeah. Yes. Is <laughs> so there was like a spell that like sh- 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 made him a body real quick? Yeah. Well, I actually thought about this because I was like. Okay, so
1: when I read this, Hagrid's sitting at the pub and he's talking to a stranger who keeps his head up.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Head down. Sorry, hood up, head down. <laughs> okay. So now I was like, well, that's obviously Coral. And then mm-hmm. I started thinking about it because Voldemort was just in the Forbidden Forest. I'm not sure how he got around in the movie, who's kind of like floating around. Mm-hmm.
2: Do you ever feel like a
1: plastic bag? (laughs) But he he obviously created some type of, like, quote-unquote body to get, or like a spirit. You know, he's holding up, like, a cloak or whatever in the Forbidden Forest. So I'm like, this maybe could be Voldemort. Mm -hmm. Because one, Haggard's got a bit of a drinking problem. He does remember the conversation, which Mm -hmm. props to him but it's later on that he's remembering this. It's like us when we black out and then we slowly remember our thoughts Mm -hmm. from the stupid shit that we did the night before. So he could have just not processed what he was seeing at -hmm. the time. And chances are they weren't sitting at the bar. They were probably in the corner somewhere. So nobody was really even paying attention to them. Mm So my, I'm open-minded to this could be Voldemort. It it,
2: It could be. Um, they call the Hogshead like a really seedy place with mm-hmm. weird character vibes. <laughs> yes. So, my question is did it start out a seedy place and that's why seedy people come? Mm-hmm. Or did weird people start showing up and then it just became like what came first, mm-hmm. the chicken or the phoenix? Yeah. Nope, chicken or the egg? There you the go. The <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I was like, she just two.
1: combined two different, way different things.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah. That's a good question.
2: Thank you. I thought of it on the drive where I do some of my best thinking.
1: I'm going to bet that it started out mediocre.
2: Mm hmm.
1: Because, what's his name?
2: Aberforth?
1: Aberforth is a, he's a pretty weird dude. He likes to fuck goats. He's a pretty weird dude <laughs> where people probably were like, ooh, a new bar that's opening. Let's check it out. And then seedy people came and he was like, oh, I'll just serve whoever. Right. And they just kept going down. While as Merta, she would not handle that business mm-hmm. and she would kick them promptly out. So yeah. I would say it started out at like a four and it just yeah. went down. And Rosemurda probably started at a nine and she was like, we're taking this to 11.
2: <laughs> Rosemurda's like, it's totally fine if a 16 year old boy wants to put me under a spell. Whatever. Can do his bidding. I don't care. He cute. <laughs> I like He's blonde. He's illegal. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. So, anyway, back to yeah. the story. Back to the plot.
1: Okay. Hermione. So they all decide to, that they're going to take the stone. They're going to take matters into their own hands. Hermione is tasked with watching after Snape, and she gets busted pretty quickly. Shocker. Ron and Harry try to guard the door to Fluffy, and they're busted as well. One, Why didn't they take the Cloak of Invisibility?
2: It seems like
1: the first thing that you would grab nowadays. Mm -hmm. We're going to a place that we shouldn't be. Grab the cloak.
2: And, I mean, in the sixth year, Dumbledore even tells him, like, Keep this on you at all times. Yes. Like that should have been number one. I gave this
1: to you six years ago, and for some reason, you still can't hold on to this. Yes. So I'm just going to be blatant. You should. Just put this in your backpack, man. Carry your backpack. You
2: tile things where you (laughs) put it on, and if you lose
1: it, Gracie she just had her birthday yeah my daughter and she got money for her birthday so she bought a bunch of tiles for all of her Hell shit yeah. she's like I lose everything
2: I'm like no, good for you for win. you know picking up on that yeah I <laughs> would love to get some tiles tiles if you're listening you, sponsor. Sponsor.
1: <laughs> you know how many times I lose my keys especially in the winter it's either in purse a purse b where the keys are supposed to be mm -hmm. in my jacket and Mm -hmm. sometimes i'll leave them in my car
2: (laughs) i don't think i've ever left them in the car
1: i do that surprisingly a lot
2: (laughs) is it because you park your car in the garage no i'll leave it outside too okay yeah but
1: i'm like super anal about locking the car doors as Mm -hmm. i'm going upstairs And I'm like, oh, my God, where are my keys? then I have to look in purse A, purse B, jacket. And I'm like, son of a bitch, it's outside. I'm just (laughs) asking people to steal my car right now. (sighs) Anywho. Um, So they're busted pretty quickly. So they decide to wait until later that night and hang out in the common room until everyone goes to bed. However, after everyone goes to bed, Neville sees that they're up to something again and stands up to them, ready to fight. Go Neville. The trio. Uh, the trio try to talk him down, but Neville is pretty adamant. Hermione is forced to curse Neville into a full-body bind curse. She apologizes profusely, like a lot, and they head up to the third-floor corridor with the cloak of invisibility covering all three of them. Finally. <laughs> When they get to the third floor corridor, they find the door already ajar and a harp is on the floor. It's no longer playing though. Fluffy is the first obstacle, everybody. Harry plays the flute Haggard got him for Christmas and Fluffy goes back to sleep. They open the trap door and they jump down. One, this is pretty ballsy, because I don't know if I could do this, because no. they're jumping into darkness.
2: Into the unknown.
1: And they even say in the book, like, after they jump down, I'm going to pull out my handy-dandy notebook. So... They all three jumped down. And the first thing that Hermione says is we must be miles under the school. Holy so I'm like, wait shit. a second. You guys were on the third floor and you jumped down and now we're suddenly miles underneath. How
0: long did
2: you jump?
1: I'm like, how did you not break every bone in your body? Or is this just a kid being like, oh my I God, this is, is so long. No, it was 20 feet, <laughs> which is still a long way to jump down <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> into the dark. Um, they do land on Neville's or <laughs> they land on Devil's snare, which is the second <laughs> <Neville> obstacle.
0: <Snare. laughs>
1: That's where I was going. Uh, They find the second obstacle. They land in Devil's snare, which grabs at their limbs. Um, The boys somehow didn't pick this up. They were like completely pinned back. Hermione jumps out of the way. She remembers how to defeat it. Lights a fire. And they are, uh, the boys are able to jump out real quick. Uh, she was like, oh, "Flitwick told us how to do this. Flitwick told the entire first year class how to defeat this obstacle." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Guys, did we not think about are we this? we not vetting
2: our teachers." And their, <laughs> yeah, like their this is going
1: to be our years. obstacle. So let's not <laughs> teach the children how to do this. Yes. <laughs> the kids are so dumb; Stick they'll never get to past tap
2: dancing pineapples.
1: <laughs> yes, keep it light, people. <laughs> So the next room, which is the third obstacle, Professor Flitwick has dozens of flying keys and they, wait a second, Devil snare. that was...
2: Oh, that's uh, Sprout.
1: Sprout. Man, I always say the wrong name. Sorry, everybody. That was Professor Sprout.
2: Sorry, Sprout, if you're listening.
1: (laughs) 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 Shout out. Love your
2: hair. (laughs) Head of my house.
1: (laughs) The next room, which is the third obstacle, Professor Flitwick... Uh, there are dozens of flying keys and they find a few broomsticks off to the side. Harry finds that um, a silver one with a broken wing says that this is the one that we need to get to move forward. So they all jump on brooms. They kind of corner it. Harry catches it and they race to the door and locking it. The next room, the fourth obstacle is professor McGonagall's and it's actually a large chessboard for wizards chess or a human chess, as I like to call it. It's super weird. Ron helps them win. So, um.
2: I like how he's like, no offense.
1: You, you guys, guys are terrible. At
2: this game. They're like, oh, no, it's fine. Yeah, you <laughs>
1: take, tell us what to do. So, Harry was the bishop, Ron was the knight, Hermione was the queen side castle. Um,. Ron helps them win, sacrificing himself and getting knocked out. Did you know that some people actually don't think that Quirrell? Spoiler alert: um, He's he actually didn't play this. Or so one of two things happened: either Quirrell and Voldemort were in such a powerful enchantment that they were so well hidden, like a invisibility cloak on steroids,
2: mm-hmm.
1: or um. It was that professor mcgonagall had it so once the game was played then everything was fixed and put back into its place because none of these chess play, chess pieces are moved in any way when the the trio show up
2: i thought ron had said something about the previous game played not
1: in this part because I read it and I reread it and then I looked into it, okay. and so they say. Let me pull it up.
2: This is. Can I see your book? This is like the troll yeah. wearing clothes all over again. I don't want to get copyright on my my moving um, behind the white myself.
1: pieces, so it'll continue. So. It says, Harry Potter Bishop, Ron Weasley Knight, Hermione Granger, Queenside Castle, Quirrell, Quirl, Unknown, possibly did not even play.
2: It's hmm. kind of a bitch move.
1: I know, right? I got to find this where it talks about that. And it even says, after the Philosopher's Stone was destroyed, the undamaged pieces of the chessboard were stored in the Room of Hidden Things. So that means that they didn't store the entire chessboard. They only stored the unbroken pieces. Mm -hmm. So that means Quirrell basically like smuggled around it or snuck around it, which I thought was super interesting. And I didn't know why I didn't think of that before. It was unknown how Quirrell slash Voldemort managed to bypass the chessboard, but likely through concealment charms. Dumbledore probably could have just easily reversed the charm McGonagall had bewitched the chess pieces with though rendering them back to their original size. And he most likely did. So considering how he was able to pass through quickly to reach and save Harry from Coral. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Interesting. Interesting.
2: I got to read more up on that.
1: Let us know. (laughs) Let us. Um, so, Harry and Hermione. Oh,
2: hold on. Yeah, no, I was like, fuck, there was something that I wanted to talk about Yeah. that she just mentioned. So, I have said in earlier chapters that I don't think everybody was put into their right house. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that Hermione should have been a Slytherin. Mm-hmm. This is where I go, you know what? I think Harry was a Hufflepuff. Because we already know he's very, very loyal mm-hmm. to his people.
1: But that's also Gryffindor.
2: But it is a trait specifically... For like, when they're loyal and just, mm-hmm. it's. I think every house has similar kind of traits, mm-hmm. but it's like the main ones. Yeah. Um. So. Harry, when they're looking for, the key, like Ron tells them, it's going to probably be something like this, and they're all shooting around trying to find it, and Harry's like. But Harry could find it because he's really good at finding things that people can't normally find. And I'm like, yes, Hufflepuff queen, because um, we are very good finders.
1: But he's also a seeker.
2: I know, because he's put in the wrong house.
1: (laughs) Not all seekers can go into Hufflepuff.
2: No, I'm saying people that are very good, just because you can find things that are really good. It doesn't say that for every single character that's a seeker that they're good at finding things. They could be fast. They could just be, Mm -hmm. you know... Fucking daddy bought into the team. Mm -hmm. There you go. -hmm. I'm just simply saying, I think some of these people are in the wrong houses.
1: And that could be true because Harry did ask to not be in Slytherin. Mm -hmm. So, um, Harry and Hermione continue to the next room. Professor Quirrell's, uh, this is the fifth obstacle where they find an unconscious troll laying on the floor. Um, He's super smelly. The kids are very grateful that they don't have to fight another troll. Uh, Lastly, the sixth obstacle, they enter Professor Snape's um, kind of obstacle test, whatever. Both ends of the room erupt in fire. They actually cut this from the film. And Mm -hmm. now that I reread it, I'm like, damn, they should have added that. Supposedly, it's on the second disc. I don't even know if I have this movie, to be honest.
2: (laughs) Ask mom. I know, she I know she I tell
1: them all the time that I need these movies. I need the books. Pearls. No, I don't know. <laughs> um, so both ends of the room erupt in fire going forward with black, fa- black flames and behind them with purple flames, seven potions and bottles unlabeled are on a table in the middle of the room, along with a roll of paper, giving clues on which one to, con- which drink to continue. The riddle or clues tells them three bottles have poison, two have nettled wine, one will allow the drinker to go back, the other drink will, yeah, the other one will let the drinker move forward into the next room. So Hermione is very excited over this because it's finally a logical test Mm -hmm. instead of magical. And she said that this is where most wizards fail. Mm -hmm. She's, of course, able to solve the puzzle. In at Harry's instruction, Hermione drinks the one that will allow her to head back through the purple flame so she can get to Ron. And Harry drinks the one to head into the black flame and into the final room. Harry then enters the next room, preparing for the seventh obstacle when he sees someone there. But it's not Snape and it's not Voldy.
2: What? what a I know, right? I always think of, like. I don't like when chapters end really cheesy or stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always remember being in fifth grade, I think, and our teacher read us Holes by Lewis Becker, oh, yeah. which I fucking love, that book and movie. Nice. And at, like, the end of each chapter, all of us being like, more another chapter, please! And I'm like, I can just see, like, the children hearing their teacher read. Yeah. Them, and like, who the
1: fuck is we were told this entire book that I it was, was Snape. I was under the impression
2: it'd be Snape the entire time. <laughs>
1: yes, yes. So um, I got all of these from um, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Harry Potter Wikipedia, and my own thoughts and brains. Love it. Yes.
2: Thought you were gonna say thoughts and prayers for a second.
1: <laughs> thoughts, no. Thoughts <laughs> and brains. Thoughts
2: and brains, brains, <laughs>
1: and a lot of Google.
2: Oh hell yeah, mom.
1: Mostly Harry Potter Wikipedia. Yes. So, so, love it. yeah, I know there's only one chapter left, which seems really weird mm-hmm. because that's a lot to kind of package up into yep. one. Yes. But yeah,
2: that's um, where my theory of she, this book was written as, yes, an entry into a series. Mm-hmm. But if it didn't get picked up,
1: it was a very good way very to close it work. down.
2: Yeah, yeah. And they are probably like, if this doesn't get picked up for a series, like, mm-hmm. we're not going to have a long-ass book. Like, wrap yeah. this up. Which yeah. She's like, I can get it in uh, 17 chapters. And Done. Like, Perfect.
1: And so much shit is going to happen in the last two.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes.
1: But nothing will happen in the first seven. <laughs> oh,
2: my God. I, mean, I have spent any of that up. <laughs> uh, I
1: do like this because... I like these this chapter because I liked all the obstacles and it kind of shows the teachers of their abilities. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite obstacle out of these?
2: I do love the the riddle. Yes, the I thought that was so cool. Because Hermione says like it's logic, not magic. Like yeah. you know, wizards could yes. stumps. I am somebody I do not <laughs> answer riddles very well no. but i like the concept of riddles yes so the whole time i was like what could it be i don't know <laughs> <laughs> now, it could be wait
1: chocolate. reread it again yes. and again it's
2: like with and again space, like can oh. you do it one more time can you repeat it one more time
1: can, can you write this down so yes. i can stop you have, like, asking you or
2: something actually i don't like chalk do you have a dry erase board dry erase board please <laughs> um, or if you could
1: just print it up for me that'd be yeah. awesome
2: <laughs> i don't The whole devil snare thing, Mm -hmm. I'm very curious to how much they actually did fall. I know.
1: I could not find that at all. Yeah. Yeah.
2: My other thing is Fluffy. They do music. Could the singing work the same? Because there's a moment where they pass the, the flute from Harry to Hermione and Fluffy kind of stirs a little. Could mm-hmm. they not have been like?
0: Oh!
2: <laughs> and what does Fluffy? I don't know Fluffy's gender. Do they have a like a certain genre that they like? Like, could I? So Harry like,
1: actually says in the book, he grabs the flute that Hagrid gave right. him because he does not want to sing. Which leads really? me to the impression that he he knows that he can't put him to okay. to sleep can by we singing. Wrap?
2: I know, like. He tossed my salad like his name is Rome. I
1: can, I can rap. Yeah. <laughs> what
2: was that meme? And it was like, mommy, can you read me a story? And it's like, <laughs> I like diamonds. I like uh, a <laughs> um, million dollar Diaz with my pen. Bitch, I'm signing. <laughs> my
1: favorite one lately is once upon a time, I was, oh, once upon a time, a long time ago, I was a hoe. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I sing that, like, constantly on <laughs> my head right now. I it's always sing to... the, I don't have a time for these hoes. Speak them by my name like that's somebody that they know. <laughs> that's what I say at work a lot. What's your favorite obstacle?
1: Um, I'm going to say the potions as well. Mm-hmm. I like that that thought process. Mm-hmm. And I love that Hermione was so needed right then. Because, yes. you know, Ron's not going to get that either. No, Mary's we all have that one friend in our group.
2: Everybody's that would got jobs. always be tasked with
1: that. Yes. Yeah.
2: Um, I know who I would call if I had a riddle question. I know who I maybe would call if I had a chess game question. Yeah. You know, we've all got those people. Yep. Everybody in the friendship has a job. Yeah. Um, I understand why they didn't include it cause they, in the movie because they had to like fucking wrap it up. Oh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure. Don't they say like the potion to go forward only had enough for one?
1: It was. Yeah. So,
2: I don't know why but also I can kind of understand like why the potions don't like refill after each person passes through because then it's a good indication like oh that one doesn't have Mm -hmm. anything left and I don't know like if somebody drinks the poison and dies does the body just lay there and then you're like well it's not that one. That yeah, them. that one's empty. Now He's we know. Hand.
1: Now we need another one. Yeah. Now we need another wit wizard.
2: Yeah, that is true.
1: So I wonder if um, Quirrell and Snape did another concealment enchantment. and Fold went one. through that one. What did I say? Snape. I. You know what I meant, guys.
2: guys Quirrell
1: and Foldy. <laughs> Get with me.
2: The bad guys.
1: The bad guys. Maybe they did have another concealment charm for mm-hmm. that one as well. Also, can you imagine Quirrell trying to ride a broomstick with? Voldy in his head in his turban.
2: Go to the left. And he's like, yeah. I'm fucking trying.
1: You try to ride this thing you know with a guy you on your back. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: God, you're really pushy. It's really fucking annoying.
1: It's really funny to think about. I like to
2: think that in my head canon that uh they are related and they are little brother, big brother. Oh yeah, and, for sure. Like Voldemort's the big brother, and he's like, Do this and Coral's like, I'm not gonna fucking be Bullied by you, yeah. Mom said you have to be nice to me, yeah.
1: Mom said you have to hang out with me.
2: <laughs> also, do you have five dollars because we're going to the mall later? And I want to buy something, <laughs> yes. Can you take me out and buy me fries? Yes. <laughs> no, I remember one time you um took me and Sydney to McDonald's to get Happy Meals. Oh day, my god, and we were in the backseat of your like really red oh bar, yeah, and we went through the drive-thru. And when you were giving the money to the first person, they're like, hey, Sarah, what are you doing? And you're like, oh, I'm just hanging out with my little sisters. And oh. you called both of us your little sisters. Oh, my and God. And you were like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was
1: so nice. <laughs> you were. <laughs> See, Dad, I wasn't always mean to Abby. God.
2: <laughs> I do have some physical bruises, though. <laughs> some emotional ones. Yeah. But, uh anyway (laughs) that's every
1: sibling's job and that actually drives me a little bonkers about my kids i'm like stop fucking picking on each other can we all just sit here and hold hands and sing songs nicely
2: i was talking to somebody today oh i think i was talking to mark an agent in my office and i was picking on him and he's and he was taking it serious and i was like mark this is just my love language this is how i show people that i care for them is by just picking the shit out of them (laughs) I'm he's like, like "Awesome." He, he's like, "Oh, okay. That's fine." <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> he um his thing, he doesn't if you're like being sassy or something, his name for you is Grace. He's like, "Well, all right, Gracie." Cool. <laughs> and I was like, "I have a niece that that is her name, so I use that is like a term of love when I call her yeah. Gracie, you know." And he's when he sends me emails, he's like, "Hey, Gracie, you forgot this <laughs> or something like that."
1: So, where did that came from?
2: I don't know. Like, he said he used to call his kids that. Oh, really? Yeah. He has a daughter who's your age. Yeah. And every time I say something, he's like, "Oh my god, you are so much like my Kate." Oh And I actually went into his office a couple of days ago to help him with something on, on the computer.
1: That computer. I have a computer.
2: (laughs) I have a computer too. And he minimized his website and like just had his background up. And it was a picture of him, his wife, his daughter, his son, and his daughter in law. And it was very cute. And there is a street sign or something behind them. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in this picture too. He's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, the sign behind you says Abigail. (laughs) And he's like, <laughs> All my children are in this together. Aww. And I was like, this was taken five, six, seven years ago. And I was like, you knew. You knew I was going to be one of your Fate. Children. Fate. Yes. Knew. Kismet.
1: Yes, exactly. Love it.
2: So. so cute. Good chapter. Good. We're wrapping shit up.
1: Yes, we're almost there. So, um,
2: go ahead. After you. I was going to go into Witchy Wins. Oh, same. Oh. Let's I got to think of one. <laughs> All right, I will start. So every episode we like to talk about our witchy win, something positive, something grateful, um just something going on in our lives that makes us happy. My witchy win is Sarah and I cuz this is Abby talking. Uh Sarah and I have a deep love for another podcast called Sinisterhood. And they're based out of Texas and they do like true crime um cryptids, Mm -hmm. all kind of weird things. Dueling? Yes. And they are going on a small tour, and we bought tickets to go see them in Texas. Fuck yes. Um, And I, once I became a big fan of them, I was like, you know what? I'll travel to Texas to see them. I've never, I've been to Texas once as Mm -hmm. a layover, which I want to tell you about in a second. And I am so fucking excited to go. It's not till the end of October. So please, everybody, get your fucking vaccine so I can go travel.
1: Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) Please just go get it. Seriously, we need
1: to get over this. I need to
2: go on a vacation. Um,
1: I'm very excited for this trip.
2: I'm so fucking stoked. I'm already plating all my outfits. Same. I'm like, well, I have to buy a carry-on suitcase because I don't really have one in that size. Um, But I'm very, very excited for this. And I'm very appreciative that my partner is, like, not – it's not a toxic relationship where Mm -hmm. if I'm, like, I want to go out of town Mm -hmm. and you're going to stay at home, you're, like, okay. Have fun.
1: Yeah. I bet you guys will have a lot of fun.
2: Yes. It's nice to have the encouraging
1: afterthoughts. Like, I've got this. I'll take care of the house. You go have fun and be you. Yes. Because that is – very important in a yes, relationship.
2: Very much so. Yeah. But one time I have been to Texas was a layover mm-hmm. when we were going from Cincy to Texas to Seattle and it was in December.
1: It seems like you're going the wrong way almost.
2: Yes. There was Wait, Which I don't know which trip it was.
1: Which airport? Sorry.
2: Uh it was either Houston or Dallas. It was one of those big yeah. cities. But when we were coming off the plane and going into that like air. Like where you're kind of outside. Yeah. Between I don't know what. Tarmac. Yes. Um. There were people waiting, I guess, to get into the plane or something.
1: Whoa, and that's a quick turnaround. <laughs> yes.
2: And so it was December. <sighs> so in Cincinnati, it was cold. Mm-hmm. And then when we got off and we were mm-hmm. walking out, I was like, oh, it's so hot. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys had to mansplain uh, weather to me. And he's like, <laughs> you're in Texas. And I go, What? No shit, Sherlock. And I was like, "Sir, don't tell me that's fucking hot." Do you know how difficult? I just came off of a fucking plane. Obviously, yeah. I'm not from here. Yeah. Or maybe I am. But still...
1: also, do you know how difficult it is to wear two different seasons of clothes yes. in one outfit? Yes, it's pretty difficult, man. I usually <laughs> and just- then you have to change. You have to put on a sweatshirt in a plane. Mm-hmm. You can't do that shit. No, I always. It's not up happening.
2: And.
1: Oh, like, I'm, I'm like, like the queen of um, carnigans.
2: A good emotional support
1: cardigan when i travel it's always a tank top and a cardigan
2: mm-hmm.
1: and tennis shoes yes. i will you will never find me in an airport in heels i can't no. be that cute girl
2: wow they sold their soul to the devil there
1: are some so i travel for work mm-hmm. pretty extensively non-covid times and and surprisingly there are a lot of women with heels now I have done it before because mm-hmm. I'm just racing to the airport after you know some meeting or whatever right. so I have done it but you better believe that as soon as I get to the airport and I get through security I have a ton of shoes in my carry-on
2: yes, <laughs> yes. it's changing right now I remember our friend Taryn had to travel one time for work and she was going with like two guys and then Carol mm-hmm. who also works with us um and I remember Taryn was telling Carol like listen I know we have to go from the airport to the event pretty quickly. She's like, I cannot fly in business clothes. Yeah. She's like, I have to stop and change. Yeah. And Carol was like, Oh, a hundred percent agree. I cannot fly in those clothes. No.
1: Do you like, know how I many airports are too
2: restricting?
1: I have changed in so many airport bathrooms, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. And those places are fucking nasty too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There was this woman when, I don't remember what airport I was in, but she was, like, cleaning the bathroom. And mm. she's like, another, um, a stall has opened for the next beautiful lady. That's ATL for sure. It was probably was. Because <laughs> those
1: those ladies are everywhere. Yes. And I'm like, oh, God bless you. <laughs> and I love They're like, on her... this one right here. And they have, yes. like, the voice of, like, a goddess yes. that, like, carries. And you're but like,
2: like, what? She Okay, everybody a beautiful queen. <laughs> oh. so the next beautiful queen here. I love it. And I like that two... Houston, no, San Antonio and back. We have a layover in ATL. Of course. And I was like, because I'm with Sarah.
1: Yeah, that's, I <laughs> purposely go through ATL. Also, sometimes if I'm traveling during like dinner, yeah, I will try to make the layover just long enough for me to go out and get, um, there's a really good sushi place. In the it sounds so gross, but if you're going to do it in an airport, do the busiest airport ever because they it's always have, <laughs> that shit was fresh. Yeah, It was so good. I'm going to take you
2: that's why like i don't shit on like theme park restaurants sometimes because like, man they that turnover is fast people coming in
1: yeah now it's I always busy there. but you always sit down fast and they're always super nice yeah
2: and the quality of food like they're practicing they're making three thousand yeah. of this yeah this mozzarella sticks a day yes so sarah do you have a witch you want? are you ready um no i didn't think
1: about it the whole time we were talking so 3 of my kids are in marching band this year, yeah. which is adorable. It was very cute uh, last week. Dylan's doing trumpet. He's really good at it too. Mm-hmm. And then Gracie and Sophia, they're both in guard. Grace is great at She's- rifle. Holy shit. She's definitely a natural. Yeah. And Sophia picked it up quicker than what I thought. Mm -hmm. She even had like a really big toss. And afterwards I was like, you caught your toss. That's awesome. And she's like, thank you. I know I worked really hard on it. And also it was a blah, blah toss. And I was like, what does that mean? (laughs) Me being in guard a thousand years ago, I did not know. Maybe there's different terminology. Yeah. But yeah, they were all so good at it. Mm -hmm. So we had a parent performance on Friday Um, I went, it was, it was so nice. I volunteered with mom. Mm -hmm. Um, we handed out pizza and it was nice to hang out with mom and it was really good to see the kids doing Mm -hmm. what they love and what they've been working so hard at. And as soon as we are done recording, I'm going to go over to their practice and watch them a little bit more. And, um, yeah, I like watching them grow. It's super bittersweet watching them grow. Um, it's a little sad but it's also really nice watching them become like their own person
2: when i went to indy back when it was Winter guard season Mm -hmm. on saturday we went to a competition and then the next day i went out of town to visit joe michelle and dustin yeah and when michelle and i were sitting um like on the way to Fucking McDonald's or something. I was like, I have to show you these videos of the girls in their (laughs) winter guard, and I like show her a shit ton of videos. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you have to watch them all. Did you take any videos
1: while we were there last Friday?
2: I took pictures. I don't think I took videos. I didn't do
1: anything. I just wanted to watch them. And then Grace, as soon as she came home, she's like, "Send me your videos." And I was like, "Oh, I didn't. I didn't didn't take any." And also, I didn't know which side of the field to sit on. It's the middle because they're all over the place. Yes.
2: I will say um, I love um, what you said about Sophia. Like, thanks. I practiced really hard on it. So sweet. I have noticed from when she was a tiny babe, like she will not stop doing something until she gets it done.
1: She is a perfectionist like for real. I
2: remember one time we went to like something for her birthday and there was like a rock climbing thing. Yeah, And she probably spent a good 10 15 oh, minutes a long until time she got up to that top beat. yeah she's like no I'm not gonna stop until I get to that we're thing. getting
1: this done yeah <laughs> yeah and I just remember I'm not walking like, away mm-hmm. not doing this
2: in
1: her eyes oh yeah which
2: it's it's very good it's, it's a good thing and a yes, bad thing though it's a blessing and a curse yes for sure. <laughs> yes I know I went to therapy for really <sighs> a long time. if she can't get
1: something right you better fucking move because she's pissed now yeah <laughs> So that's about yes. the bad side. And sign. Dylan
2: was so cute in his little trumpet. And I And watched know. him, and he did, like, he yeah. was so good. And Gracie was just fabulous.
1: And what's really nice is, like, between their sets, you know, mm-hmm. like them getting ready is watching them all with their friends. Mm-hmm. It's so sweet. And it, like, throws you back into high school with mm-hmm. your friends. You're like, oh, my God.
2: Yes. Anytime I go see one of their performances, either band Or um, theater, theater. I always
1: have to snap the fab four and be like,
2: remember,
1: remember. So cute. love it. Uh, So now we're back into marching band season and football games. So Chris and I, we will go to every single competition and every Mm -hmm. single football game. And it's just something that we really like to do. And we like to show our support for the girl or for all of the kids. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, it's good memory making for us.
2: For sure.
1: So if you're ever available on a Friday night, I will be at a high school football game and you are always welcome to join me.
2: Add it. Put it on the pod calendar. I should. And then, yeah, put everything on that calendar because then I know. I'll be there. (laughs) I'm like, Chris, maybe we
1: should just get season tickets. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Because we're... Dad texts me. Hi, busy. It's Thursday, dad. We do
2: this every Thursday. No, we're busy. My boyfriend's going to pummel your ass so all right uh, if you guys want to reach out to us uh, tell us your witchy wins tell us your theories tell us you know just your thoughts and dreams i'd really love to know who you guys think killed jfk or john benet um yes you can reach out to us on email until the very end podcast at gmail.com you can find us on twitter until the very pod we're on instagram until the very end pod um, you can find me Abby, the one with the bangs across the f- full forehead. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Babs Gilmore. Sarah, side sweat bangs. Where can they find you?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Move my bangs out of my face. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Sarah underscore Smiles eighty three and on Twitter at Sarah bit eighty three. Love it, guys! Thanks for joining us. Yes. Uh, please go follow our social medias. Please rate, review, and subscribe. We really like watching those numbers. Tell all of your Harry Potter nerd friends yes. to come listen to us because we want to hear the feedback from you guys. Yes. It's fun.
2: Do you like it? Do you want us to try <gasps> something new? Yeah, you... that's a good oh, point. We're getting happy criticism. Like, um, if anything is going to be too negative, put, like, just send it Sarah to me. Reed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I um, cry very easily. Or you
1: know, we're coming up to chapter two very quickly. Two? If there's What did I say? I said chapter two. We're getting up to book two pretty quickly. And if you guys want us, if you have any ideas on how to change or what you want us to do, Mm -hmm. definitely give us a shout out on social media. We would love to accommodate.
2: Yeah. Cool. You'll stay with us. Until the very end. Bye.
1: Bye. Oh man, we planned that out so well.
2: Hell yeah, brother.
1: Getting shit done. Uh